porch podcast and we are talking about can we um can, can we can we call a truce but we we pulled out a lot of stuff and and finding a truce uh in this process and we're talking about poverty so you, you talked about um warren um teaching the next person or teaching the next generation um let's talk about that what does that look like because the reality of it is is um even in the mentality or the space that we're in with our uh, next generation, um, sometimes they don't want to listen to 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 what you have to say because um, you don't have materialistically or economically um, the showing of the sparkly stuff, but you may have the the, the maturity, but you don't have the shiny sparkly stuff. Okay, Ooh, let me ask you this. Okay, now I'm this is just a footnote here. Let me put this in. What is more prosperous? A man that got millions like Steve Jobs had, or a man, a man who know how to get in touch with God to get healed if you get sick? What's more prosperous? The man of God. Because if you're dead, you're dead. Ain't none of that. Ain't yeah, none that's one thing Steve Jobs said. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly before, what's in his book. Be, be, before he, he died, he said he got all this money. He could buy people. To, he can get people to do various things, but he can't get nobody to heal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so you know, we we've actually this this thing is broad. It's broad because there is a certain mindset to go with poverty. It is, you know, and we have to ask ourselves how we get out of it. You know, if we, if, but yeah, you got to be honest with yourself and say, okay, do I ask yourself, do I, do I have a poverty mindset? Do I feel trapped? Am I afraid to take a chance? You know what I'm saying? So let me ask this, Warren. Is there just one way to get out? No. Okay, so see, 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 that's the thing. I think we get caught up in thinking there's only one way to get out of this issue and not realizing that there's multiple, but does society respect the value of the other mindset? Because the, the society says, Go get an education. Right. That's it. Right. And and Nick has clearly stated everybody ain't going to school. Right. Right. So if well, I don't go to school, didn't I'm less that, of. Didn't the guy that stopped Facebook drop out? All of them did. All of them dropped out. All of them dropped out. All of them. Name one. All, from Steve Jobs on down. Microsoft, everybody. None of them got a college degree. But they have access. See, that's the difference. Right. See, that, but, that's, that's the know, difference. But, but, but hey, I mean, I'm, the, let me say, let me, the, 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 the degree part was part of the trap. It, well, you know, that, that, that's part of the trap. That's now, for us. 
Yeah, if you don't if you don't have a degree, I can't give you that job. That, and if, and, and if you got a degree, you got seven thousand dollars worth of debt, so you come out the hole right. and negative. But 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 check this out. Well, how leave. many folks? How many folks really come out of college and work where they got a degree in, but they got the job because they got a degree? Yeah, you follow yeah. what I'm saying? So it really it really the, the degree don't determine whether you know how to do the job or not. That's right. just the parameters that they set to right. keep you in uh, uh, what they call qualifying you. Whether you qualified or not, the point was we was not going to college. Yeah. So if we weren't going, that's the way to keep us out. Because we was good with our hands, we was creative. Right. So you can take you can take a guy that a, a college education. It, it really helps you mature, right? Those processes you, you go through and mature, but does it really advance you any more other than I mean outside of the system saying that it advance you? Does it, does it really advance you any more than it advance any guy out here that's work, working for the them four years you was in school? No. Uh, I'm out here working four years? In your field, it could, if you're in your field, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, you if know, you're in your field, I, yes. I, I had to tell me this. They say what a college degree does is tell the employer that you know how to reason, you know how to maneuver. You and you complete a task. But because they're gonna train you in what they want to train you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, what you learn in school may not be what you're doing on a job. What you're doing on a job is just show that you know how to maneuver. You know how to think. You know how to handle the pressure. You know. What so I'm saying? if I've worked four years in in a particular job, and a person who has a college degree who has not worked in the field, we know that society is going to give the job to the person who has a degree over to the person who's had four years working in the job, even though I have experience. Right. But the person with the degree gets the job. Right. That's and what's, way, go, what's gonna happen, Ron, is you go you 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 go train that guy from who came out of college how to do the job. Exactly, exactly what's exactly. gonna happen. Exactly. You know, yeah. And and, and be honest right. with you, and be honest, and he and he ain't gonna never catch up because you got four years of experience ahead of him. Right. But 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 as far as like like Nick said on, on the money wise, yeah, he may end up being your boss, but he'll never know what you know. <laughs> hey, but, hey, but let me, let he me, may not know. never know what you know. Now, now this here, this this is a branch of what we're talking about. Do y'all think that's why they kick so much against student debt forgiveness? I mean, so many, and, and these were Republican states, right? It frees you up. If you get rid of debt, you're free. They actually sued and went to the Supreme Court to fight against that because, like you said, Nick, it frees you up. So listen, so so we're talking about a system. You go to school, right? And nine to my 10, if you are African-American, the descendants of uh, African slaves, you may have to borrow some money, but look at the trap, Nick. It keeps you having to pay that Plus, you got your mortgage, and you, you're trying to live, but you got to pay off that student loan as well. Why do you think they kicked they kicked against that so? Yeah, because most kids they can't get them. Most kids can't get a mortgage if they got debt like that. If they don't have, you know, parents to help them or something. Most that because that debt is so high, it goes against your debt to income ratio. Yeah. Right. So unless you're like Joe Terry's or my daughter who blessed and got jobs that put them in a different financial bracket yeah. and then they got parents like us who can help them out hey you probably didn't buy the house you're gonna be rich yeah <laughs> so, so, you, so that's why they fought against it so it keeps renters and it keeps you in debt so but, the big corporation but, win the banks win 
Yeah, and, and the rent so high, you really can't afford that. That keeps you in exactly. power. Exactly. Yeah, because rent rent payments higher than mortgages, man. Yes, yeah, right. bro. Fifteen hundred for one bedroom. Yes, studio sometimes depending exactly. on the neighborhood. So that's the. So now we get to now we 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 we, we talk about we in the trap now. Now we talk right. explaining the trap. Right. Well, see what what what, what we just just what we just talked about discussed is the state of hopelessness, right? Right. right. When you are trapped, you feel hopeless. Here's it goes back to what we asked in the beginning. Can we as African-Americans, right, can we call a truce and not kill each other for X amount of time? And the answer was, I don't think so. Well, it, it was just a blatant no. It was a no, but it, all right. So we, if, if we could, let's, let's, let's go to imaginary land right now. If we could call that truth, then what? Are we calling the truth to educate ourselves? We calling the truth. What, what, what are we calling it for? Or, or are we just calling it so we don't kill ourselves for the next two days? What, what yeah, we doing? Yeah, then yeah, go back to normal? Say, but let, let, let me say this. When George Floyd died, right? And we saw it on television, right? Man, I was just so, I mean, that bothered me. And I thought for sure, African-American black people would not be killing each other because we need, we, that was a, a somber moment, right? Right. Very somber. And when I saw on TV, maybe that night or maybe the next day, somebody shoot me. I was saying, come on, why we can't? That right there should have brought us together, man. We should not, no more black crying for a while. Well, Hold on, Nick. Let me, let me go say ahead, this. Go ahead, go ahead. After that, Warren, I still got hungry. <laughs> right? I still had hunger pains uh -huh. that I can't afford to, that I cannot, because I don't have money in my pocket. So the only way I'm going to feel is hunger pain is for me to go out there and rob or whatever. I I, I felt that too. Hey, get somebody rabbit ears. Yeah, but now, now, but yeah, now I, I still don't have anything in my pocket. And I still need to make a touch. So, how you follow what I'm saying? I, I get you that 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 until situations change, we we we're not going. We we don't change. I, we said that. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Nick. Because I think I think we we forget sometimes where we come from, and I'm I'm talking about all of us. I want y'all to go back to a point in time where remember there was a time when you was in in West Charlotte. I was in Southside running. Ronnie was in, in uh, 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 well, Ronnie, he was in Newtown, wasn't he? Oh, where you at? Eastside. I'm just kidding. Newtown. Newtown. <laughs> Greg, you was over here off of, uh, uh, what's the road? Uh, uh, you were in the college. You was on, so you didn't win the college down. You was on the other road. What's that? Uh? No, I was, I, was, I was on State off Green Street. Right. We forget there was a time that we lived that nothing else outside of those areas mattered. Yep. Right. We forget that. But see, because we're, 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 we're able to take in other things, now we forget that there are still people that exist that, Nothing outside of their immediate area matters. Because yeah. everything in that area is Yeah, because they got to survive. They in the trap. Right, they right. Gotta, their thing is survive, like Greg say. Look at man, man. They killed George. Ooh, that nigga. Oh, let me get him. <laughs> Soon as they say they killed George, hold, hold, I'm finna go get somebody hold, else because I got to come up. Hold on. So, so here's what I heard y'all say earlier. So there's that level of the trap, right? Right. But then. Even if I make it to the point where I, I I have an apartment, I have a car, I have the luxury of things, right? That still ends up being a trap. Mm. Even though I have the luxury, 
still am in the trap because I only see what's in my environment. So I think I have made it, but have I? Uh, that, that, goes, that goes back to what I'll tell you about. I'm going to spend my $10,000 on the stuff that I ain't never had. So, so then, Greg, uh, does that mean you said if I'm hungry, but what happens then when you greedy? Because think about it. How many people actually <laughs> rob people who are hungry as opposed to being greedy and hateful and selfish? We call it the come up. And trying to stunt. So, I mean, I can have the, the apartment downtown and, 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 and still be in the trap. Mm. Can I not? Yes, sir. You, you know what, Ronnie? So, you, li listen, man, you, I can't help but think, you know, what I have in my mind. And I'm thinking about what Jesus said to the church at Laodicea. He said that you said we are rich and increased in goods and have need of nothing. But you don't know. Now, listen to this. You don't know that you are poor, uh, miserable, wretched, and blind. The sad thing about it is to Think you got it together, and ain't even got it. You don't have it together. Now, I made it, I but you can't. Deal. But 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 okay, you in your twenties and thirties, and you still okay. Let's say you 23, 24 years old. You got an apartment, but you can't pay for gas, apartment, <laughs> rent. I mean, uh. uh Apartment gas, utilities, groceries, groceries. You still got to go to somebody else in order to meet your needs. So now you got to either get a second job or go to your parents. So back to what Nick is saying is when you don't have the economic education to learn how to manage your money. And here's what I've realized, too. And, and I may be wrong. So I'm, I'm a little slow. When you don't want to listen to nobody. And you don't want to suffer, and I don't mean in misery, but when you don't want to suffer a little bit in order to get something greater. Mm -hmm. I was always taught one of my one of my greatest um lessons that was taught to me, and I don't even I can't even tell you who taught it to me, was if you're willing to do what other people are not willing to do now, mm -hmm. you'll have what other people won't have later. And I took that to the I took that to the point of, okay, when I first got out of high school, I had to work the warehouse job. I went from working a warehouse job, then I went to school, I came back, and then I got I went back to school, I went back to the warehouse. So you see what I'm saying? So yeah. then I took I saw an opportunity that I went from working warehouse jobs to working somewhere closely uh, near corporate America. I started working for the Chamber of Commerce, didn't have the education to doing as a marketer, but I had an opportunity. And I took that opportunity to work for the Chamber of Commerce and then went from there and catapulted. So I hear what you're saying, Warren, but what happens when you think that's just because you made it? Oh, when I took econ. Oh, you know, I learned a lot, but one of the things that stuck with me, man, I never forget, what two things? When the woman asked uh, what give a dollar is value, that blew me out the water when her answer was, because uh, she held up a dollar, what give it a value, and we're talking about money in the, in the in, uh, you know, uh, wherever, wherever they keep the gold at, and uh, 
She said, what gives us dollars of value is that we give it the value. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, huh? But she was right. <laughs> we give right. it the value. But another thing she said, too, that stuck with me, and she talked about the vicious cycle of poverty. I'll never forget that, man. The vicious cycle of poverty. And she's talking about if you got nothing to trade with, if you got nothing to barter with, right? Mm -hmm. Man, don't you don't you think that you know we even with our thinking, right? Our thinking, we trade what we know to be able to get to the next level, right? Mm, yeah. Because people don't know what's in our mind. We have to give it to them, maybe draw it, invent it, or whatever, or do something so right. they can see what we're seeing, right? But if you don't have that, and if you are stuck, or if you are afraid to branch out, you get stuck in that vicious cycle of poverty because you got nothing to trade with, you got nothing to barter with, so you just constantly in that vicious cycle. Which is why you that, need to go to school and get an education. Not well, necessarily. So, so with that being that's, said, that's what they say. Hold yeah. on one second. But that's that's part of the problem. A lot of us don't even know that we're in a barter system. We we don't understand that that process. Of course, we go to work, we get a check, but we don't understand we bartering right there. I'm gonna do this, what this man said for me to do, so I can get this. We're bartering on it. He's taking my labor, paying me for my labor, but I don't most of us don't understand we're in that system. Right. Hey, you know hey, what I'm saying? Hey. So we don't, we don't, we don't understand that we're in that system. So we don't, we don't understand that we need something to barter with. And you know, we don't understand the value of what you're bartering either. Well, right. what, what too, Grant? Listen, you and Nick driving truck, running. Uh, uh, you do what you do. Y'all, <laughs> I do what I do. All right. No, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm, like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I take that. Ronnie, take he's that. a grief counselor. So we're gonna make we're gonna make we're gonna make Ron we're gonna make Ronnie. What's his name on Mark Tommy? That's yeah, Tommy. Exactly. I ain't got no job. You do what you do, man. You, you do what job. you do. I'm sorry. Man. What do like you that. do? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I work at the White Building. Hey, Ronnie, he he leave a house. He leave a house every day, but we don't know what he do. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, this one is. Is that y'all right? And y'all oh. keep your job because of the way you do the job. It's what's in you that you are actually, you know, they can see what's in you by the way you do your job. Correct. You see what I'm saying? So you're bothering your labor, and the boss man seeing it, he, he he likes it because the way you do it. You do because I'm making that money. Yeah. So. So let I me ask this making question. making the money, it's a different story. We're talking about poverty. Then how do we, because I, I know Warren brought scriptures up a couple of times. How do we compare, how do we put that to with the scriptures saying the poor would always be amongst us? Ooh. Man, why you had to go there? I, it, it was coming up. up. <laughs> <laughs> it was coming. You knew, though, you knew we was going to get there. I, 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 how we do this? Could it be everybody? Remember Jesus gave the parable about? The three men were the three men that the 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 the, the master when he was going away he gave each one of them a talent. Gave one five one what three or one two and one yeah. one yeah and the one with one he was afraid right so if you afraid guess what Jesus said to him that has should be given so in other words when you have it and you sow it or you using it Jesus said it should be given but to him that has not when you afraid and won't branch out he said should be taken away even that you seem to have. So you're stuck in that vicious cycle of poverty because right. you're afraid to take a chance. That that's that's that 
that that that could be used as a definition of a poverty mindset. And 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 I and that's one of the reasons why the poor is going to be among us because everybody's not going to, even with the training, Nick, as you said, right? We we still and some of us is not going to, as you said, take that risk and take that step out to do what needs to be done to get us out of the situation because we don't we don't even with the training we still don't see that it's going to benefit us. You know what? You know, and, and a lot of us, I'm, I'm gonna spend it, a lot of us think. As far as because Ronnie says about managing our money, a lot, a lot of and, and this is what I see. A lot of us think if we can pay our bills, we know how to manage money. Yeah. That, no, that ain't managing not money. Managing your money. <laughs> That's not you, managing money. You trade your money from from your hand, from the person that you got it from to the That's person right. that you and then you creating debt. You creating debt. So if ain't nobody, if ain't nobody calling my house, I can manage my money. No, 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 you can't. What, what, what are you setting up? What, what, how are you generating, you know, wealth? Now, let's just start with you. Now, we ain't going to talk about, you know, for your kids or, or, or a generational wealth. How are you generating wealth for you? That's true. You're not. You just maintain it. So the system is set up on debt, Greg. It is set up on that. Up, if the more debt you have, the more that the banks say, oh, well, I can lend you money. It, it, that baffles me is I got to get right. in debt in order right. for you to give me money mm-hmm. instead of me maintaining. In other words, if 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 you give me one hundred thousand dollars and then I turn around and pay you back one hundred thousand dollars with, you know, we always look at it as I got to get in one hundred thousand dollars worth of debt in order to get one hundred thousand dollars. Now I'm two hundred thousand dollars worth in debt. Well, and we think I mean, that it makes sense. What it, it, the system, the way the system is set up, listen, I only have to pay the hundred thousand dollars back. I just need to have a hundred thousand dollars on my record. Now, you borrow money, or you go out and get a credit card, your 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 your, your credit score go up. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? I'm in more debt, but now my credit score is up. So now I'm getting all kind of stuff in the mail that say, do you want this credit card? Because you got that, somebody else got your credit card. That's a trap. Do you want this one? It's a trap. It's a trap. It's, a trap. it's the listen, system. But, uh, but let, me, let, let me make it this. If I won the lottery, they might be a big lottery drawn. I don't know if they done left out of night. But if I won that lottery and had that, you know, when I cashed out 400 something million dollars, do that make me wealthy? It'll no, make it make you rich, not wealthy. Yeah. Okay. What's the Two difference? different things. Okay, what's the difference? Wealth is a combination of money, information, knowledge, resources, and, huh? resources and access. Resources, access, and the ability to transfer it three generations down, right? That three generations down, that's 150 years out. Okay, but let me. Right? A rich person. Is rich, that's present. Okay. Right now. That's okay, now. That, 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 you can have that without having any other attributes. Do moral wealth carry with it a, I mean, I just may give away. Do uh, being wealthy, do it have a moral aspect to it? No, no, no. Do, no. do no. it? No, no, no. no. We, we said wealthy, not rich. No, no, neither no. one of them do one. Neither one. Should it? I can should make it? money. It, yeah. it okay, okay, okay. should, but it don't. But okay. I can make a whole okay. lot of money and have no morals. Why you ask that question? No, 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 no. Can we talk about wealth? 
Right. We're talking about rich. Nick just gave he gave definition between the two. Right. And mm-hmm. wealth, I'm talking about uh the way that you handle your money, the way you treat others. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Right. We're right. talking about wealth now. We're not talking about rich. When you are wealth, uh, wealthy is uh, we're talking about the mentality, the way you think, the way you treat money, the way you're able to help others, you know, to get out of poverty as well, you know. So that's what I'm not. May not be the case though, Warren. It may not be the case. I can make a whole lot of money, and I don't care nothing about the people that that help me get there. Okay, so you're rich. No, I can have a hundred. You rich? You're not wealthy. I can have no, no, no. See, you're talking about morals. I can have a whole lot of money and have no morals. No, whatsoever. Well, you rich? No, no. You you know what? We need Yvette on this call today. Greg, call Yvette. (laughs) I'm not opening that up. You you can open it up if you want. You got to come. I'm not. (laughs) I can make a whole lot of money. And uh-huh. have absolutely no moral value because they got to yeah. define morals. Yeah, I can have no moral values. I'm explaining to you like this, Warren. I'm explaining to you like this. Wealth is going to require a moral battle in you, right? I'm used because I know what your definition of moral is, right? Because wealth is going to require the sacrifice of some things and some people. There's no way around it. This is why you see so many wealthy people that are quote unquote philanthropists because they're trying to balance the scale of the evil that they've done. That's what they do. People don't understand that. People do not realize that most wealthy people are philanthropists because they know spiritually, I have to somehow balance what I did over here. Well, let let, let me say this. I just heard this week, your boy lost a hundred billion. Uh, my man over Tesla. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He he he. They, you know he lost a hundred billion, hundred fifty billion within the last week or so. Was what? No, no. Was a hundred fifty billion or hundred fifty million? No, no, no. They said billion. Oh, that's right. He a trillion now, right? Yeah, yeah. He got he got over two hundred three hundred billion dollars. So so he lost. Did, Hold did on. He, let let me say this did, one. Did, did he leave, lose it on Twitter? I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how he lost. That's all I heard he lost. Right? So I'm going to say how you get it back and Greg finish. Go ahead. Hold on. But, but within that, if you're talking about morals, let's, let's take $150 billion. If he chose to, if he chose to, how much good could that, could that do for people you you know that you're saying with the more, but how how much could that hundred fifty billion dollars that you just lost at at a, at a wink of an eye that you could have put the good? It don't necessarily come with values. Well, I mean, with, with the more values you're talking about, I mean, you know that that's all another yeah. another topic, because man. That has you're talking about you're talking about power now, Greg. See, wealth wealth is not about how many people I can help. Really, wealth is about power. Because it's not even about the dollar figure at that point. No, because power no. corrupt, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Once you get, I don't like as a we're we keep forgetting too that in the essence of our overall being that we are still animals. Exactly. And we operate as such, whether on a high level or a low level. Right? Poverty and wealthy people kill people. Poor niggas on the corner kill people, wealthy people in the office kill people. 
right? But one go to jail and one don't. One is considered evil, the other one ain't. So the capacity right? of what he what 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 I'm hearing when you say that, Nick, is you um I'm gonna push back on what you said just a little bit. That okay. there's the we do have that animalistic mentality, but we also have been innated with that spiritual being ah. that that we sometimes, if we operate according to what you're talking about, uh, Warren, if we operate on that righteous spiritual being, it allows us to then do the righteous and the moral thing. But if I operate in an animalistic mentality, in an, an, an animal men, uh, way, then I am going to, it's the fit of the, uh, what is it, the, the fit of the fittest? Um, survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest, then hey, I'm going to eat, do whatever I have to do to devour whoever's in my way to get to where I need to get to. And when you get to that level of billionaire and, and all that, it's a, it's no longer about the, the the dots and the zeros. It's about power at that point. Because yeah. I didn't... Even, wait, I'm going to lose that $150 but this, billion, but, you know what? but I'm going to make 200 but, next but, week. But, but this is why I will push back at that. I will push back at it. Because when, what you die, because when you die, you can't take it with you. So are you really wealthy? No, but see, wealthy people. What? See, this is what. See, this here's here's again. Wealthy, wealthy people. Wealthy wealth people goes on the ground with your neck. No, 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 it don't. See, because wealthy people think three generations out. This is what I'm trying to get you to understand. They're thinking about. They're saying, okay, I'm going to create this wealth for me, but at the same time, I'm going to make sure my great grandchild is wealthy also. So wealthy people ain't thinking about when when they die. They're not worried about that. They're worried about the ones they leave behind. I see what you're saying, but this is how wealthy people see it. Right, I'm thinking about what should control wealth, right? We're talking about true wealth, right? Right, right. We're talking about the true wealth. Now, Jesus talked about the true riches as well. Um, But, you know, you you have people that have money, man, but got a poor poor mentality. Because, because, man, I've walked by people before. I've walked by cars before. And I think Greg talked about this uh, a little bit um, in a different light. I walk by nice cars, man, chargers, you know, sweet cars. And you look at the tires and they ball. I said, yep. now this don't make Hey, the math ain't mathing. <laughs> but it, that's not a value. I'm going to wait till the top pop. I'm yeah. sitting on the side of the road. It becomes a crisis. A so that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm waiting to top up. I'm on the side of the road. I got to call somebody. Yet I walked out of my house or I walked out of my job on thousands of occasions, saw the tire, was bald, but I get to it later. I'm a, I'm most, most, of the time, most, most of the time, if you're driving a charge, you, you, you burn up the tires anyway. That's why they fall. <laughs> Your mindset ain't right. Because <laughs> all you do is smoking them tires anyway. Yeah. Now, I, I can tell you this, though. I did with jobs that I, that I worked at before one time, and I would come out there, man, I see this nice, it was, I think it was a 300. I mean, it was nice, man. 300. And, and, but I look at the tag. They taxes is like a year behind. <laughs> you know oh so yeah, we on a so red sticker. They still got blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got, matter of fact, they, they were almost two years behind. So wow. you, you you flossing trying to turn to drive one, but you can't afford to pay the taxes on it. Well, Greg, you, man, you can contest to this, Greg, because we drive trucks. Uh-huh. It, it blows my mind at the type of cars that be on side of the road. I'm like, you driving a Porsche, but you mm-hmm. can't afford a tow truck. Yeah, I, I see Porsches stay on side of the road. For a week, I've seen people driving campers and the campers still. I'm like, wait a minute, now something not because math ain't mathing. Math ain't math. 
How was your camper on side of the road for a week and a half? Listen, Nick, first of all. You're driving something you, you can't afford. How's your Porsche you, sitting over here? If you're driving a Porsche, there's no way your Porsche break down. You should have it. <laughs> That's my, just I'm telling you. But Greg, yeah. tell you, we driving down the highway. Yep. How many times yeah, we see right. these expensive cars sitting on side of the road? I'm not yep. talking about from, it'll be that I go down. The next day, the next day, it's still sitting there. Yeah, with 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 they with they hoodie hanging out. Yeah, with something hanging out the window. Talking about, I'm, you know what I'm saying? That little I'll be of, back. That cloth hanging back. out the window. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. And then the, and then the, the trooper come by and put a sticker on it. Like, yeah. well, you got 24 hours to come get it. If we settle for the look of wealth or the look of being rich, uh huh. You know, if we just settle for the look, like you say, you know, you go out and get the car, you really can't afford it, but you go out and get it, right? What kind of mindset is that? <laughs> we back to that. Boy, you gonna <laughs> There's that trap again. <laughs> okay, right back, right? <laughs> because you know we started out with talking poverty about, mindset. We, one. we talked about poverty uh, mindset. We talked about black on black crime, right? And yeah. we talk, This is one of the things we're saying that help fuel that 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 balance in our community. Uh, people, you know, some people uh, feel helpless. So white people got poverty mindset too, because a lot of these cars, exactly. white people cars on the side of the road. Yeah, you're right. But see, I'm talking about our people. Yeah. Because my, that's my passion, to be honest with you. It's our people because, you know, anyway, but when we're trying to live a certain way, trying to keep up with the Joneses, for instance, you know, and we can't really afford it. You right. Know, that is a poverty mindset. You set apart a look. So Warren, how do we get out? We 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 have had this conversation. Multiple other people have had this conversation. What is, let's give the listeners something that we can say that you can get out of. Call Here, Nick. Here's how to get out of it. Call Nick Truesdale. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your $10,000 to Nick <laughs> and he'll show you how to get out. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> but Ronald, you're right. I mean, do, do, do you have an answer to that? I mean, I, again, I think it's a combination of things. I, I don't think it's just one particular thing. I mean, I, I know we talked about, you know, and I don't want people to get that we have a a bad, well, I don't want Why people to- Why you step behind one? That's a ghost. Whew. Oh. <laughs> a, a bad taste in our mouth. Bro, you like one of them TikTok videos. <laughs> just pop out. It's just eased up. That we have a bad taste in our mouth about um, education. Because you know there there are some some cases um, where we do need education, and, yeah, and but so I I think it's a level of education, I think it's a level of 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 relationship to a, a, an older generation who um, in twofold one who has made what you want, and the other who has the spirit of of what you want. In other words, the, my grandmothers never made major money, but they showed me how to have the right the um, moral values. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes we always say, go to the person who made it. Well, the, going to the person who made it may not have uh, the right moral values that right. we're talking about. So they showed me how to have the right moral value so that when I did get it, that I could keep it. So I think it is a combination of education, um, um, going to those persons, and and then here's the biggest one: 
applying it consistently. So that that's mine. But you know, I'm sitting here thinking when you're talking about education, I'm thinking about, like we were talking about, there is a disconnect. What value do we place on the education that we get from our elders? Or do we place value on that? Oh, that's all another kid, conversation. You think today, mm. today the, the kid place value on the education that they get from their ancestors? I'll take a older one. Four hundred for no. I'll take four hundred for no. <laughs> no, they don't care nothing about what you say, man. Okay. They'll let somebody else tell them. Think about it. how many times as a child, when your children were growing up, that you said something to them, you said something to them, and somebody come along and ain't got nothing to do with your family and say the exact <laughs> same thing you said. And your child come back and tell you, like, wait a minute. Did you just tell me what I told you? Yeah. Yes. But you know, I, I always think about the biblical story about Solomon's son, Rehoboam. And Ryan, I know you know this. Mm -hmm. Ray, you know it too. Nick, you may know it. Well, I was going to say, well, I, I, hold on, time out. See, I ain't coming out of the room. Warren trying to get us off his neck, but he's taking undercover shots. He don't got running now, he don't got me. Greg, stand by. Now, listen, though. You next, Greg. Greg, you next. Wait a minute. A real when he became king, when he became king, the people came to real and they asked, they told him, asked him, said, you know, your father was pretty rough. I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, you know, if you would loosen some of the, you know, restraints your father had on us, we'll serve you faithfully, blah, blah, blah. We're born to him, say, uh, go back and I'll talk to you about it later. So he called the older men in and the older men told him, say, listen to the people and they'll serve you faithfully, you know. Then he called in his buddy, ones that he raised with. One still got Simulac on the mouth. Uh, he asked him, say, you know, ask the same thing. What y'all think I should do? They said, you ought to tell him, you think my father was rough. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm paraphrasing though. Real boy, I'm calling back in now. He told him that. And the kingdom was split because he listened to the ones who didn't know any more than he knew. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know nothing. They, they didn't know nothing either. And so still listen to these seasoned people that told him, listen to the people. And first you know of all, Warren, I appreciate that. Because if, if I didn't know the story, I knew the story because you told the story the last time we was on the podcast. Exactly. Even then, you understood the principle of the yeah. story. So back at he, you. He, he, he hit you in your jaw with that. Yeah, he tried to catch me up. Because he hit me I'm in my sorry. eye with that other one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You ain't got no jaw. Bow. Oh, God, I, I didn't say it like that. I ain't trying to rock, but we got you. But my thing is, What's that old saying that Jamaica used to say? Everybody want to go to heaven, but nobody want to die. Mm. Everybody want to go to heaven, but nobody want to die, right? So everybody wants to be, quote unquote, rich or wealthy, but nobody wants to do the work, mm. Mm. right? Nobody wants to make the sacrifice. The sacrifice. Oh my God. Remember what we talked about a long time. I think a couple podcasts back. Like, there's nothing. God has created nothing on this earth that you can have without a sacrifice. Everything you have, everything you want in this world, you can get. You can get whatever you want in this world if you're willing to sacrifice. Wait a minute. The unless, level of go ahead. Unless, unless you are like the Frito Bandito. Y'all remember that? 
That must have been 1965. I don't know. You talk about uh you talking about the Frito corn chip, but you talking about I want Frito corn chips, I love them, I do. No, I love Frito corn chips, I love them, I do. I want Frito corn, corn chips, I take them from you. <laughs> so, I don't so, really know so, that one. <laughs> so thing is, uh people who may not want to work, yeah, and, and just bring us back to you know, call the truth. People who may not want to work, they're gonna take it from you. Ray, Ray Dalio for the book called Principles. He said this this week that I ran across. He says, while you can virtually, um, while you can virtually, while you can have virtually anything you want, you can't have everything you want. Mm -hmm. While you can have virtually anything you want, you can't have everything you want. Mm. So goes right along with what you're saying. I can have it, but I got to be willing to do the work and I can't get everything. And you got to be willing to pay the cost. And I got to be willing to pay the cost. See, that's, that's what we get. That, that, that. So the poor will always be amongst us because everybody's not going to be willing to pay, any, be pay a cost. Right? The poverty mindset, if we're going to use that term, is going to always be there because everybody ain't willing to pay the cost. But what happens is the poverty mindsets get put to, pushed to the bottom if everybody else, those that do have a, a, a growing mindset, are able to do what they normally do. Yeah. If, a, if a bricklayer is able to lay bricks and that's what he loves to do, then he's going to come above that. If a yeah. gardener is able to garden, he's going to come above that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the people, so if you get enough of those up top, the ones with the poverty mindset, we really don't have to worry about because they're going to always be under control, if, if I, for lack of better words. Okay, let me ask you this. What kind of mindset, and this is a, a grenade, so be ready. Uh-oh. What kind of mindset do the drug dealer have? Let's say in our community. Now or before? Now they just, now you, if you're selling drugs now, you cap it. That's the that's the term they use. That you shouldn't be selling nothing now because that one, they giving out football numbers for prison. You're gonna get a hundred years. <laughs> so if you fool enough to sell drugs now, then you you get what you deserve. I'ma say that. Drug dealers before was doing the same thing the mafia was doing. They was doing the same thing the mob was doing. They was trying to survive. It was a way of survival. That's what it used to be. So is that true wealth? Why if you if you take that money, if you take that and you flip it correctly, because there if but you can't do it now. I'm just talking past. No. When I say flip it, past tense. You can't do it now. So anybody listening to this, don't do it. It ain't worth it. You're gonna get a Michael Irvin jersey, number 88. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, no, they're gonna hang 80 years on. But I, but I heard, and I can't remember who, I was watching one of those little reels, and they were saying just what you were talking about now as far as the drug dealers and, and street hustlers and all of that. And they were like, you got, just what I said earlier, you got kids who are on TikTok and all these other social medias who are making multi-millions of dollars. And I'm saying everybody could do it, but I'm just saying you got kids who are on there who are making a whole lot of money and they ain't on the street corner. They ain't got to worry about nobody coming after them. Right. They ain't got, they just, I, I mean, think about it. You got little girls on there dancing and 
and got multiple people. Right. Okay. Well, let me talk about this then. Mm -hmm. I've seen some on TikTok as well. Some of them just get on there and they put on these little skimpy suits and they get on there and they show. I ain't talking about that one. No, no, I'm from there. No. <laughs> See, so boy, I was not talking they about money. that. They, they're making money. Is that wealth? What, what do you call it? That's just making money. That's just making money. It's making money. I'm it's talking about that ain't even rich. rich. That's just making money. Oh, 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 I'm just talking about the kids. It depends on how much money they're making for shaking. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how much they're making, one. It, it could be well. <laughs> no, nah, it can never be well. No. <laughs> well, this is perspective. <laughs> you can't you can't have booty shake. Booty shaking money don't last 150 years. <laughs> booty, uh, look here. booty uh booty shake yourself the well. <laughs> There's too much booty in the pants. Oh, let me no. tell you, man. I've seen some girls. I've seen some girls on TikTok. All they do is just sit there and look at the camera. I said, "That's all you do." I'm saying, "I said that's all you do." But and they make just, money. Uh, yeah, people it. just yeah, they just sell them coins and stuff. I'm saying this is crazy, man. So I, then, yeah. what then does that tell you about the mentality of the person who values? the person who's sitting there looking at them and willing to pay for it. <laughs> Lust rule. Because <laughs> think about it. Now, y'all talking about, Nick talked about the, the Porsche uh, sitting on the side of the road. And this is a whole nother conversation that we could talk about. But think about it. What then do you value and willing to put your time, energy, and or money towards? Because... I'm not a Porsche guy, so that that's not it. Wouldn't value me. It's not. I'm not going to spend my money on a Porsche. But think about it. There are people who desire stuff. Uh huh. That if they really understood what comes with it, like if I can't call a tow truck, <laughs> really, I, I, I'm driving a Porsche and I can't call a tow truck in a week. That means you ain't even got insurance. You can't. But uh, but that's 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 that. That's see, that's what I say back to Warren about the people in Africa and us, because what, another thing that plays into our state of mind here is the things that we see other people have. Our wants are greater than our needs, if that makes sense. Let me ask you this then. This is another grenade. I'm getting ready through. Scripture said that hope deferred. What you ate this morning? Noodles and noodles, right? <laughs> it's a hope deferred makes the heart sick. Uh. When you have hope and it's deferred, it don't happen. How long I got to wait? Exactly. Exactly. That's the question that the people go ask you. How long I got to wait? Facts. Makes the heart sick. So See, if the heart is sick, you definitely not thinking rationally. We get out of school. You get a car. You get a house. How long I got to wait before I get a car and a house? Because mm. that's what you're dealing with. People who either get out of school, don't get out of school, whatever. How long I got to wait before I can go to Ruth Chris? How long I got to wait before I can go to Krispy Kreme? How long I got to wait to even go to the store. How long do I have to wait? Because this is the nature of an issue is if I don't have the money 
to go to the store to purchase food. I'm hungry. If there's no system set up, which we know there is, but think about it. You go get you that food box. You The way that food box set up, two or three nights, you done. Because you don't really have anything in that food box to sustain you for a month. You might mm-hmm. have a box of oodle noodle, I mean, a box of macaroni, a box of pasta, and, and you have canned vegetables. And right. How long I got to wait? Or do I find somebody that I can jack? Or, Am I willing to take the risk of jacking somebody or standing in that line and getting that food box? Or if you don't jack somebody, you go to the store and you get what you want. You try to hide it. Five finger discount. Yeah, you come up out of there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so in other words, when you're in poverty, it will force you to do some things. I'm telling you, especially you got kids to feed. No, it will. It will. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so this is what we're dealing with. So we end up, you know, at each other's throat, you know what I'm saying? And in and in the black community. Um, you know, and I ain't gonna say for, because we're afraid to go into the white area. We don't want to go into that. You know, what we would love to have is be able to distribute the wealth, everybody to have something so they can sustain their families. But when you don't have that, man, you're gonna have you're gonna have fights. Well, let's look at let's look at let's look at poverty like like a marriage. When you, we all married, we all know that sometimes our spouse catch it because we have no one else to put it on. Exactly. And sometimes we catch because they have no else to put it on. Mm-hmm. So, and when you're in poverty, you have nobody else but the people around you to put your take your frustrations out on. You're right. You don't see that when people in in, in certain neighborhoods they live in comfortable. Ain't that going on in that neighborhood? Everybody chilling. I always said my brother he lived in the neighborhood up in Wilmington, up in Wilmington up there. You know, wealthy people. Man, everybody drove by speaking you white, black, green. Hey, they speak driving by. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Hey, beep, beep, Bob. Hey, everybody speak. It's so important to speak. Better go in the house so many people speaking to you. But you come over to the hood. You 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 ain't finna get all that. Now, me, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different, it's more stress. People over here are on the, you know, they worry about panning. It's about survival. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different so, mentality. Nick, when you Nick, when you explain your brother's community, I would say for the most part, that that's wealth. Yeah, wealth allows you to. Be more nice. I, I, I saw what's the what's the uh, two guys that do a podcast? Wallow and uh, oh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Million Dollar Wolf Game. Yeah. Shout out to them young bro. Well, they we are saying, but they, they good brother. And one of the brothers said one day he said, "Look, man, they used to rob people, right?" Mm. And he was talking about how poverty made them rob people. He said, "But as I got older, and I started acquiring more things, he said I realized I wasn't a gangster. I was just hungry." Because he said, if I was a gangster, I'd still be robbing people now. He said, but I wasn't no gangster. I wasn't no, what you call it, real, real type dude. Because real people, uh, 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 a serial killer killed people no matter what his state. Wallow and Gilly. Wallow and Gilly. He said, but once I got hold of some money and I got hold to a better living, man, I'm not trying to get it up. I ain't out here robbing nobody. He said, that's what, he said, and I say, man, that's that's 100 right there. And I'm, I ain't saying the way he said, I hope I can find out, send it to you guys. 
but he said the, his life his situation made him angry. Right, and, and, and I, I understand that too, Nick. Yeah. When you think about male, right? Let's talk about black men, right? Right. And this is really all men. We are a purpose-driven, right? When God created Adam, he gave him a purpose. He gave him a job to do, right? Right. That was Adam's job. Well, we all are purpose-driven. One of the things we want to do is to be able to support our families. Facts. Man, what man wants to sit there and watch his child hungry but can't feed him? Somebody got it. Somebody pox on turning rabbit ears. Exactly. That's <laughs> you know. So when we we are in a situation now where we are killed, but we have to stop and think about where is all this coming from. You know what I'm saying? And we we know. You know, we talk about where it's coming from. But we, that's why I said call the truth. And I, I don't. I know this may never happen. But call the truth and let's talk about this thing. Let's get to the bottom. Let's find out where all this is coming from. Why do I feel a need to rob you? Why do I feel a need to kill you? You see what I'm saying? That Why? conversation, uh, Warren, would come from different perspectives. Because if you start talking about, and I'm going to put a, it, it, not to hold it to this, but, but you, when you start looking at certain age brackets, when you start talking about our age bracket and then our kids' age brackets and then kids younger than them, and then people older than us, it's going to be from a different perspective. And 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 what happens a lot of times, because I hear conversations like that, what happens a lot of times is nobody seems to realize, let's find where the commonality is. And when uh -huh. we find where the commonality is, then that's where we can build from. But if I'm only looking at it from my perspective and saying you shouldn't do it that way, and they looking at it from their perspective and saying, well, we got to do it this way. And then we're looking at an older generation and saying, I don't know why y'all doing it that way. Everybody's talking about their own point. Nobody's drawing the circle and saying, this is where the commonality is, and this is where we build from. And so, well, you know, well, while, while, while you're talking, I'm telling you, I, I got some plants up front here. And sometimes the lilies, when they would bloom, they would uh, produce this little white thing. I don't know what you call it, the little thing in the middle of it. And the other was just. Beautiful leaves, you know, uh, you know, shining. Same root, but they different, different manifestations, right? So at the at, uh, at the basis of them, regardless of the perspective, at the basis of it, same root. But if I don't and, see it as the same root, exactly, they they don't, they don't, yeah, they, well, they don't because that takes critical thinking. Yeah, and here's the, here's the, here's the, here, and here's one of the. We have been left to our own demise as ADOS in America, right? Because every other group that's came to this, we go to the Irish, we go to the Jewish, we go to the Korean, we go to the Indians. Every other group that's in this country, this country has given them a way to be lift, to lift their group up. So we know the Irish are the, the police department, right? The uh, uh, Jewish run the waste system in this country. Uh, who is that to run the fire department? Uh, it's a different group. Uh, I, don't, I can't Italians, remember the right? fire department. Huh? Is it Italians or? There you go. They run all the fire departments, right? But you go back to the early night, to all these, all these group of people going through the same thing. They was killing each other, had gangs. Go watch the gang of New York, New York gangs of New York. These was white people killing each other because they was in poverty. So United States government got together, I think it was Roosevelt that did it, 
and uplifted those people by giving them a way to be lifted. Nobody's ever come in and give us out. Yeah, they have, sir. Sports. Yeah. Pull yourself. <laughs> we always been we always been told to pull ourselves up by our boots. But they give us sports, but they don't let, they will not let a black athlete come back to his community. They take, they make sure that you can't come back. LeBron can't come back. He can build a school, but you got to be white people. It can't be about his community. I'm just saying, it's true. Listen, Reddit, just to show you just how that thing could take, it could be ugly. The other night, what happened to um, uh, DeMar DeMar Hamlin, right? I ain't going to call it, but I heard that the powers that be initially wanted to go on with the game. It was the NFLPA that made the call and say, no, y'all don't need to do this game. You see what I'm saying? So now they make the NFL look good. Oh, we call the game. Yeah. Because that, that the NFL had the same thought Skip Bailey had. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that. But listen, even, even with that, what you said, Ronnie, about they gave us they gave us sports, but it's only a few that got to tell us to get there. But what I'm getting at, the reason I said that, Greg, we don't own any of those things. But 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 those 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 other other uh, people that that Nick said, it had nothing to do with what kind of talent they had. Nope. They they just had to be who they were, and they They got it. So and and, and, and and get get their people a job. Right. And once again, now it's stipulations on if you go give me something, if you want to call that giving, it's got to be the best of the best to get it. How many people can you, if you were an NBA player, how many, or NFL player, how many people can you just say, hey, man, go ahead and get them an opportunity to play on your team? You can't. They got to prove themselves. You have to be an alien, bro. Yeah. First yeah. of all, no, yeah. they're serious. If you're going to be an NFL player or NBA player. You got to be a freak. Baseball, you, you, you got to be an alien to hit a 100 mile an hour fastball. Yep. yep. Right? Football. Football. Come on, bro. You know what you know? Talking about you talking about every play, two cars crash. Yep. Basketball, come on, man! You most black, average player in basketball six six. That's less than one percent of our population. So your odds is slim to nothing. You have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than getting one of them jobs. You talk, and you're talking about there's only forty five hundred NFL players and. So it's less NBA players. I think I heard 400. 400 NBA players. So you're talking about less than 10,000. I'm just giving 10,000 people on the earth. On the earth. Not even America, on the earth. They get to play that high level. They get that. And 75% of them go broke when they retire. So what they gave us, what, running? Huh? I said they gave us what? Nothing. Nothing. Because I don't know anybody in a, uh, uh, um, 80, 80, uh, 80 that um, own an NBA team. NFL team. Jordan. NFL team. Michael Jordan do. But I was you, getting ready. You believe that if you want to, but go ahead. I will get ready to. to That's called promotion. I'll get ready to ask questions. Did Jay Z like that? Michael Jordan has made it. Oprah has made it. Tyler Perry has made it. Let's, let's define made it. Well, we're talking about you know wealthy. They they are they are rich people. Okay, finish your list. Now I got a question once, for you. Once they reach that status, are they still black? Okay. Now here's a question. You said you said those people they're wealthy. I say right. Rich. Oh, 
he changed your world. I swear. Yeah, he did. He yes. did. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna I have one question. When the next time you seen a wealthy person work? They don't work. All the people you name still working. Yeah. Wealthy people don't work. You ain't never seen Jerry Jones really work. He sit around, talk junk, and tell somebody else, but he don't work. But let me ask you a question. Do the system treat them, the ones, the names that I call, do it treat them? Yes. Like they treat them? <laughs> They do. A nigga is a nigga is a nigga. A nigga is a nigga. You you took the word right out of my mouth, man. <laughs> <Don't change. laughs> yeah. You know what we used to say when I was young? I'm not a nigga. I'm a negro. When I become a nigga, I'll let you know. Y'all remember that? Yeah. <laughs> but but here, here, here's what I say to that, Warren. Here's what I say to that. Is just what Nick was talking about earlier. When When you have wealth, and you have a certain society of wealth in their mind, they allowed you, quote unquote, yeah. to have that wealth. Yeah. The moment that you don't do or operate in the parameters of what they deem to be, Kanye Bill West, Bill Cosby, they'll come right. after you. Ali. And they won't take it all at once. Prince. They'll just chip away Michael at Jackson. you. And Michael what we Jackson. said, I think we said it last time, is they never chip away at your money, they chip away at your image. Which will cost you your money. Which costs mm -hmm. you your money. Then, it, then if that don't work, you know what happens after that. Okay, so... You gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. So we go back and say that's another form of trap. Yeah, it yes. is. Yes. We live, listen, bro, we, we, we live in a trap. This is the place God chose for us to be, God right? And we have, and while we're here, my my model, I was being, I, we may not be able to change things instantly, but I think we were put here to change things futuristically. Yeah, I ain't the only one talking about the trap. I was talking to, you know, look, look at James the other day, and when the guy picture come across to TV who had killed those kids in um, Idaho, I think it was. When his picture come across the TV, James, he unearthed him. James told me, James say, yeah. James say, Uncle Warren, that guy white. Because yeah, he said, why? Most of the people that do all this killing like that white. <laughs> I said, well, James, I said, it used to be a time when I was coming up, something like that happened, we could just automatically say that wasn't a black person. Because there's just certain things we didn't do because run, like you said, oh, that's a God chose to put us here. Uh, what it has done is strengthen us emotionally. And mentally, it's just the kids who refuse to take what we're telling them, you know, and build off of it, who go out here and do stuff that is uncharacteristic uh, of people that's been through. When you have suffered emotionally, right? You've had hopes that's been dead. You've had dreams that have been dead by the system. You build up a uh, immunity to their abuse. Mm -hmm and you learn how to function. And we used to be able to function in the dysfunctional society. We would learn yeah. how to function. Mm -hmm. we, now, were, we were the same people in an insane world. Right, but now most of our kids, they don't know how to function in this dysfunction. Well, you, 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 you add that to social media, they seeing things outside of, remember, you, we always knew once our kids went to school, there's certain things we couldn't keep them from. 
But then the schools used to be, the schools and the parents used to have a relationship, a better relationship, to where the school understood the parent. Like I said, we went to school. I remember principal, hey, boy, you want me to call your mom? Whatever you, and not, your response is like, whatever you do in this life, don't call her. Exactly, exactly. Please, th give me three licks. Give me just I'll whatever. Take, I'll, I'll, whatever I do whatever you suspension. Want, yeah, whatever you got. Take the licks. Don't call my mom. Now you're looking yeah. at a time where kids be like, yeah, call my mama. I want, yeah, call. Like, what? And so because you know what mama going to be and, just as ratchet when she's there. And now so, she's going to come down there. She's going to jump on the team. Yeah. So, not, so that dynamic has changed kids all together because kids are seeing things. They're seeing things that they don't understand. Right. They have access to things that they don't understand. Right. Right? Things are in their mind. Remember, mom used to make us, I always tell my kids with their kids now. Don't have certain conversations around your child because certain things should not go into that child's mind because they can't understand it and they can't. They don't have anything to draw Once from. Once you it see it, you can't unsee it, it, and they can't unsee it. You can't unhear so, it. So, so that's why I had to explain to my kids why I make the little kids leave the room when grown folks talking. Right. Right. right? That's why Mom made us leave the room when grown folks talking. I know that now because certain things shouldn't go into my intellect right. because I have nothing to draw from right. to make it make sense. There you go. That's why I was getting ready to say because when you when you start trying to process that information and you don't have all the pieces, you just heard a, heard heard just a snippet. Yeah. You don't, you don't have all the pieces. You are gonna form an opinion and it's not gonna be right. And then somebody else could come along and add to that, and you be like, and they be that be the part that messes the kids up. Now somebody else have access to you who doesn't mean no good. Right. I haven't been able to cultivate you. I haven't been able to pour into you and teach you the understanding of these things. Now my children and these children are going outside in the world and this internet with, this is the bad part of the internet. It's giving kids access to things that they cannot configure. Right. right. And this is what we have in the disconnect between the parents and the children. Well, so fellas. You said before, Nick, too much information. Yeah. So fellas, we have come to the place that uh, we probably need to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Any last words of, and and I know you as listeners are going to be like, what in the world is calling a truce has to do with poverty what and? About? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say I would propose that in our heads we was on point. Um, that you know, if we would learn how to one become economically sound, um, learn to listen to our um. Uh, elders and learn the value of not just education, but learn the value of being educated, then we would we would see a difference. So any last words, fellas, before we get up yes, out of here? I would say we went broad so that we could hit bullseye. And when I say broad, we, we talked about can we can that be a truce on black on black crime? You know, could we talk call truce and the answer? You know, answer was we don't think so. Nick said no. <laughs> we don't think so. And 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 the reason being because we talked about the poverty, which helped fuel the violence. You know what I'm saying? So we were on point. And we were talking about how we're gonna deal with this, how we're gonna deal with the poverty mindset. And then we even talked about what is poverty. You know what I'm saying? Is poverty a mindset? Is it not having money? You know what I'm saying? So these are things we, we address, but uh, in closing, we're saying that what we need to do is learn from our elders. A public education is good, right? It has its value. But what's valuable 
is the education we learn from our elders, from our, the ones that God put us under, right? Those are the ones that we can look at and see where we come from, why I do things the way I do them, you know what I'm saying? And so I think this is what we need to do, man. We talk about getting to the place to where we, it's not so much black on black crime because we're not trying to steal. We don't have to steal. We don't have to kill you so I can get it. You know what I'm saying? And if we can reach that point, man, it really help us out. It really help, help us out. But knowing where it's coming from and doing something about it are two different things. Man. Um. I think you guys said it all, man, you know, uh, but I, I do, I think hitting on what you just said the last moment, Warren, I think knowing where it's coming from, knowing what it is will allow us to, if, if we take it for what it is, will allow, will allow us to come up with a solution. Um, I, I think most of the time we, we're not even, we're not even aware where that we're in a trap. We're not even aware that the system that we're operating in. So we, we just look at it as life. And this is what I have to do. But I think if we we get, so to speak, and I'm gonna say the word woke on what's going on, um, or the situation we're in, then that would allow us to uh, call that truth, so to speak, as you as you as you mentioned, and try to come up with a solution. All right, well I'm a I'm gonna end it with this, Dan. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna try to try to wrap it up in three things. I said no, we couldn't. But if we could, like Ronnie say, they said, why would we why would we call for that? If we could call for a, a day of peace, what a day of peace would do, it one, it allows you to take an assessment of the problem. It allows you to see what is going on. It allows you to get some type of clarity. Because if there's a truth, then there's, there will be people not worried about getting killed that day. There'll be people not thinking about killing somebody that day. So the fear will be gone for that day and the anger will be gone for that day, which clears the mind of the group, right? And it also increased the number of people of the group because everybody that would die that day would still be on the earth. You kind of see where I'm going with that, right? So that's one reason. The second one is, when you think about the animals on the Serengeti, right? The most they said the most peaceful time on that on the on the plane is when the lion has made the kill. Because now the other animals ain't worried about getting killed no more because he already got who he wants. You see what I'm saying? So it's a peaceful time. And then we go to the scriptures and God, Jesus said, peace be still. So when you have, when you're still, it allows God to speak to you. So if we do have a day of peace, it allow God to speak to us as a people. We have a moment to listen to God. Right now, we're doing too much. We're doing too much. We can't hear nothing. There's too much noise going on. So we do need a peace, and we need to be still so that God can enter and give us direction. Look at Nick. No scripture. So, you right about that, buddy. You right about that, because I thought about the passage. Yeah. So uh, uh, can we? I don't think so, but I hope we can. So basically, basically, Nick, listen to you. Basically, we need a, a, a ice cube good day. You know what I'm there, yeah, they, they, yeah. They was a good day. Then I have to use my day. AK. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to use my AK. Mama you know cooked breast with no hog. Yeah, that's what we but need. You know what? You, you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 be still and know. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're right. Ignoring God, it's not going to really happen when you're so busy. No, it's too much noise. Yeah. Well, fellas, sounds like we call it a day. Peace out. Yes, sir. Peace, peace. Peace. Get off my porch.